It is Kale and Company Live. Great to have you along with us for our second show of 2023. We are happy to have you along with us today on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And I know yesterday on the program I mentioned that uh, Dan Weed from Weed Family Automotive was going to be here to talk about cars and uh, the latest in uh, technology. Uh, so uh, Dan, uh, unfortunately, is, uh, is on the, uh, the injured reserve list uh, this morning. So he will not be able to make it. But Kitty Ray is going to come in here and tell us all she knows about automobiles today. You know, it, that might uh, be just a really short minute. <laughs> 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 hey, you know what, though? I, I think you would be impressed by this. I used to change my own oil in my car. You, when, you actually changed it? Yes. Well, I had to help with my dad. Yeah. You know, I grew up on a farm in Vermont, right, in right. northern Vermont, and I used to change my oil. I used to change my oil. I still, to this day, check my windshield washer fluid. Yeah. I don't even know if that's the correct terminology because no, no, I say it that say way. change the oil, yeah, where you, you put change the, the filter and everything. Yeah, well, I didn't do the changing of the filter. I oh. would go out and buy the products. Oh. My dad and mom, both, all, both of them used to say, you know what? You have to, Kitty, you have to be able to survive on your own out there. It's a tough world, kid. It's a tough world out there. Well, you have to know how yeah, to change your own oil. Yes, and right. then... Um, Which yeah, I can't do. I, do can, I can add oil. I can add oil, mm-hmm. but I can't change it. Yeah. Well, and you have to, like, there's... You have to, you get have a, to have the car... Yeah, elevated. Well, my, uh, yeah. Somewhat. And on then we lift, had the, yeah. tr- the pan that the oil went in the quandary right. was is what did we do with the oil i won't tell you what we did with the oil way back you then. are okay dan if you're listening <laughs> now, and, now i'm really oh, curious about it i think it's kind of like don't burn tires back you know stuff like yeah, that right but i did i did that so um yeah i haven't done it in quite a few years because yes i've taken advantage of Dan Weed and places like that. So um, I don't need to do that. But no, I have. I've assisted it. I've done it myself. Again, my dad was helping me, but yeah, I have. So well, yes, I'm, check your oil. I am impressed. I'm, I've never changed my oil. I've added oil. And you've added. When I, when I, when I, I chuck the oil once yeah, in a while, yeah, and I think it may be down, they take yeah. the dipstick out, wipe mm-hmm. it off, and put it back in and yeah. uh, see how it goes. You should never, uh, you should always. Check your oil uh, when the car has been off for a period of time. You should because yes. it's yeah. why because the heat it'll always make it look like there's more oil on the right. Dipstick, it it won't give stick. you a, a proper Accurate reading, reading. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Yes, that's what I've heard anyway. Well, yeah. when Dan returns and he will be back one of these days. Oh, please, let's hope yeah. so, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I add oil. I add uh, windshield washer fluid, but. Uh, that's about the extent of the car maintenance that I do. And you do once keep in a while, I'll vacuum the car. But oh, gee, well, that's a little different w- once story. Once in a while, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But you know, and always, I always maintain. Uh, I mean, check the the uh, volume, my tires, to oh, make sure there's the, say the, the right radio PSI. volume. No, oh. that's always oh. too loud. <laughs> but but it's always on this station. Uh, but no, just check the pressure on your tires. I always check them to make sure that, that I have yeah. the right oh, tire absolutely. pressure. I'm really worried. Do you have about one of those gauges where you can check the pressure? 
Yeah. Well, you know, I do actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. But then I'm going to cheat. I, I do go to uh, stations that have the uh, the air. Which yeah. I can't believe we have to pay for air sometimes. That is just the craziest thing for me to think. Yeah. I have to pay for air. But um, no. So so I go to one of them that the pressure is, um, it'll show you the pressure of That's that. good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should maintain But I have one of those that looks like pressure. a pen and you push it in the yeah. tire and it right. yep. yeah, pops up and it yep. tells you the well, I think it's great. I Everybody my, should have one. Yeah, I think my tire pressure is like, I think it's PSI, PSI is yeah. 33. I think it's 33. But again, when it's cold, yeah. they, they I, go down, the pressure goes down. And it's like, oh my gosh, I got, I got I, a leak. PSI is a term we became uh, very familiar with during the deflate gate era oh, yeah. of Tom Brady. <laughs> 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 How many PSIs in yes, that football? Yes. What's the PSI count in that football? Speaking of uh, football, as uh, I think everybody knows, uh, oh, yes. the uh, NFL community was rocked uh, the other night by the on-field collapse of uh, Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, during the first quarter of uh, Buffalo's game against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. On Monday night, players and fans uh, took to social media to share prayers, uh, look for updates, and band together in support of Hamlin's charity. Uh, Hamlin's most recent Instagram post uh, celebrated his third annual toy drive through his foundation, which is called Chasing M's. M's. Chasing M's. M's. I don't know what it really means, but Chasing M's is the name of his uh, annual Toy Drive Foundation, uh, Pittsburgh native, former Pitt standout, started the foundation soon after the 2020 college football season ended and immediately launched its first toy drive, creating a GoFundMe page for donations. And that page remains active and donations poured. I mean, poured is probably not strong enough a, a word uh, to describe what happened. Uh, in uh, the aftermath of Hamlin's collapse on the field in Cincinnati. As of 1 a.m. Tuesday, right, we're talking like like four hours mm-hmm. after he suffered cardiac arrest in Cincinnati, the page had raised more than $2.4 million wow. in four hours. Mm. Counting from over 96,000 individual donations. And by 12.15 yesterday, 12.15 p.m. on Tuesday, over $4 million had been raised from more than 150,000 donations. The exact figure of money raised before Monday was unknown, but believed to be in the low, very low, Thousands of dollars, like in the two to three thousand dollar range, mm-hmm. was in uh, you know his uh, foundation. That's what it uh, had in terms of contributions as of let's say uh, nine o'clock on Monday night. Right. And now there's over four million dollars wow. in that foundation. That is really remarkable. It really is over 150,000 donations, and I'm sure they're keeping on coming. And I think uh, you mentioned to me earlier that uh, Tom Brady and many NFL players made significant donations uh, to 
the Chasing M's Foundation. Right. Uh, Hamlin wrote when he uh, when he founded the GoFundMe page. Page he said, "As I embark on my journey to the NFL, I will never forget where I come from, and I am committed to using my platform to positively impact the community that raised me." I created the Chasing M's Foundation as a vehicle that will allow me to deliver that impact. Thank you so much for supporting me on and off the field. I am grateful to have the opportunity to work with you and help make the holiday season a little brighter for the kids in our community. The vast majority of the donations following Hamlin's injury on Monday night were small-dollar donations accompanied by messages from NFL fan bases across the country. And uh, I think every team sent out a a tweet uh, wishing him the best. And uh, he is still uh, in intensive care at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And we really don't know. We know one thing. One thing the NFL announced yesterday was that the game, Monday night's game between Cincinnati and Buffalo, will not be completed this week. It has been suspended, as it was uh, as of uh, around 9 o'clock on on Monday night. But they have not said it's canceled. They're leaving that door open. And still, I was listening uh, this morning to the NFL Network on uh, Sirius XM Radio. And, you know, the league is still very much, they haven't made any definitive statement about what's going to happen this weekend. Yeah, it's going to affect a lot of, I mean, is it going to push everything back? Well, it's still kind of uh, up in the air, especially the Buffalo game against the Patriots. Right. On a Sunday afternoon, scheduled for Orchard Park, New York. So right. we will just have to uh, wait and see, and they will have to make an announcement uh, very shortly. Right. But certainly, our thoughts and prayers go of out course. to go out to him, and his family, uh, Demar and- Hamlin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kale and Company, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at anydelta.com or. Delta Dental covers me. Or healthcare.com. Or healthcare.gov. Uh, that's right. That is that is right, Tom Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like me now, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Tom will join us for the Friday Fun Bunch. This is a kind of two thirds of the Fun Bunch, but Tom will uh, be joining us on uh, Friday morning for the uh, Friday Morning Fun Bunch. Uh, Kitty is pinch hitting for Dan Weed, and she has given us her automotive expertise already. <laughs> That's already a strikeout. Now, if you want to hear it again, you can tune in after 7 o'clock tonight. Here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming worldwide around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. We will be right back. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live on this Wednesday, second show of 2023. I'm only mentioning the year for my benefit because when I, uh, I'm, I'm old, so I still write several checks every month, and I, I want to remember that it's 2023 because I know ultimately I'll be putting 2022 uh, on those checks no matter how many times I remind myself. 
You know, it probably could be September, and I still will be messing mine. <laughs> yeah, I was just getting used to 2022. Now we have to move on to uh, uh, 2023. But do we really write checks? Well, I, I do. Some. I write a few every yeah. every month. Yeah. I think it's for me filling out just forms in general. You yeah. Know, like you can be right. filling out a form, and you know the one thing to just really when I fill out forms and it's around my birthday. Yeah. I'm one of those crazies that when I put my birth date, I put, and it's the day of my birth, I put the year. And I've had people go, uh, ma'am, you know that's, uh, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> because you're so automatic in putting the date of your birth. Yeah, like yours sure. has come up in February. So that's true. So it would be putting in the, the year. So I mess up my forms anyway. So the changing of the year. Not it, a big thing. There you go. I mess them up no, anyway. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> by, by the way, there is it's no, there is no uh, Thursday night football game this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, there are three games scheduled for Saturday, and that's uh, Kansas City at Vegas, uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay will be at Atlanta. So those are the three games. Oh, no, I beg your pardon. Just two on Saturday. Oh, okay. Two on Saturday. Shoot. Kansas City at Vegas, and in prime time, Tennessee at Jacksonville. And then the next Patriots game and what could be the final Patriots game of the season is scheduled for 1 o'clock on Sunday in Buffalo. And if the Patriots win that game, the Patriots go to the playoffs. Whoa. But the big question is, will the game be played? Right. Will any NFL game be played this weekend? The NFL has not <sighs> been clear about that. And the only thing that they announced yesterday was that the game that was interrupted on uh, Monday will not be resumed this week. They didn't say it would never be resumed right. because it was a battle for the top seed in the AFC. I mean, it's not like it was a, a meaningless game. It was a very important game. In, ma in fact, one of the most important games of the regular season. And right now it's hanging in the balance. Uh, as a result of uh, the injury suffered by, or the uh, the cardiac arrest right. uh, suffered by uh, Demar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, and I, I will bet even some of the uh, most ardent football fans out there had uh, never even heard of Demar Hamlin prior to Monday night's game. I know, really. Uh, I mean, not a real high profile player, although uh, he has come along. He uh, has been involved in. Uh, all uh, 16 of the games that uh, that Buffalo has played uh, this year, and uh, what what a, what a tragedy it is! I, I you know I, I know that uh, it's a very sad situation, and uh, we will find out how the NFL handles this weekend. But I I know that uh, many people are upset when they hear, and, and I think you, you heard it last night on a sports broadcast uh, emanating from Boston, that you know these players put their lives on the line every weekend. And to a certain degree, I guess that's kind of true, but how many times do we ever hear uh, about the other people who put their lives on the line every day of the year 
trying to protect us. I'm speaking specifically about uh, police officers, uh, firemen, mm-hmm. and women. Right. Uh, and and uh, you know they, they certainly put their they literally put their lives on the line every day and, and, and never get enough credit or recognition for it. They don't. They don't actually. And and one of the things uh, when uh, and this is so sad. And I actually feel I don't I feel really bad talking about it or saying these words. But I, when we they and I heard it say you know like we they put their lives on the line and you know i feel like gosh you can cross the street you can get in your car and you put your you know your lives on the line when you get behind a vehicle or anything like that but i actually it was like wait i uh athletes professional athletes we're talking football all athletes but you know violent sports they get paid a lot of money too, and I'm not saying yes, you know what you're doing. But if you're a law enforcement, I'm going to use a law enforcement yeah. that um, you know when you put your uniform on, you put your line, your life on the line, and your family knows that too. Yeah. And uh, I just think of what a law enforcement gets paid, and a, a versus a professional athlete. Wow, the difference on it, and I almost, I felt a little bad for any family out there who maybe have lost uh, someone in in the line of duty to think, wait, wait a minute, you're comparing a football player who yeah. plays 19 games, if they're lucky, mm-hmm. 20 or whatever, if you get to go to the Super Bowl, and the amount of money you're paid, and you know a law enforcement does not make that yeah. at all, and it's and it's and it's not to you know belittle what happened. Uh, no, no, Monday night, not at to all, Demar Hamlin. But it is to say that law enforcement, uh, those who, those who were yes. called upon to battle fires, our military. Yes, uh, yes. Thank you. For there are other people uh, who put their lives on the line and make significantly uh, less money. Yes. Than these professional athletes. And work uh, many more hours, uh, uh, yeah. many more hours. And um, it's, um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of gave me some cringes. I mean, I pray for for Damar and his family and for oh, anyone course, out there. Of course, of course. And it's not to belittle no, that or take no, away from, not at from all. the serious of that situa- no. seriousness of that I, situation. But. I think we all are talking about this because this was on TV. We all got to see it. We, you know, we, we've, it's like we are part of that now because, because of TV. And we're talking about it today. I know where I, uh, my real job, uh, yesterday there, it was a topic and I were, was having a conversation with a lady that she knows nothing about football and she's talking about that and it's like wow you mm, you know yeah. you and I never talk football and but um, you know so it was on TV and yeah. so we it's like it became a piece of us and um, I you know it's very very sad but I'm and I think back I mean I know his condition it, it said it was it's a rare condition and that you know what would they say it took a like it could happen it usually happens in younger 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 kids. smaller yes. people yeah and that it's like at the they said at the right time yeah. at the right time or i'm going to say at the wrong time because it could be a second when within ever your heartbeat you get hit in the chest uh blunt force blunt right force, yeah, yeah. yeah i know of high school 
high school kids that are out there playing, um, practicing in summer and have a heart mm-hmm. attack. Something happens like that. You, and you hear about it almost every oh, summer and in, in the heat and, and yeah. that sort of thing. And yeah, we don't yeah. hear about even half yeah. because, again, it doesn't make the news. Right. This made the news because it's on TV. We, we were watching it live. Right. I mean, uh, millions of people were tuned in, and uh, we really didn't see the uh, – you know, the, the CPR taking no. place. Uh, but it did. Yeah, it did for a lengthy period of time, for eight or nine minutes, I yes. believe. And I know that the, the, uh, the, the, his uh, teammates did. Oh, and I mean, that I th- yeah. truly believe is a is why this is so traumatic. And I mean, we know that on football during football games, people lose a, a grandparent, a parent, yeah. a loved one, and the game goes on. We know that. Right? Uh, yeah, I but think this of, is yeah. the, the, the team member that they watched. Right. And, you know, during the season, these football players are with their teammates even more than they are their families. I mean, this is a sport where, you know, it's almost seven days a week. I know technically they have one day off on Tuesday uh, in the NFL by union stipulations, but it's pretty much a seven day. A week job, uh, right. you know, once uh, once the season is underway. Kale and Company live. We'll talk a little movies coming up. Yes, I know, I know. Kitty subject. Ray has seen a few uh, recently that she will uh, uh, tell you about here on uh, Kale and Company. And we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at nedelta.com or deltadentalcoversme.com. There you go. Thank you, Kitty. Thank you. We'll be back. Kale and Company Live right here. WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. Kale and Company Live here on WKXL. AM 1450, the station that's uh, been around, what, about 77 years now? Uh, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and streaming around the world, around the clock at nhtalkradio.com, where you will find uh, all of the uh, previous, not all of them, but uh, most of the uh, previous, uh, the recent, most recent Kale & Company shows. And uh, we had uh, yesterday. We had the assistant commissioner of the New Hampshire Insurance Department, DJ Betancourt, with some helpful information. The open enrollment period for insurance extends through January twelfth, but that's it. Yeah. And after that, unless you have some kind of an exception, like uh, like a move or a wedding or something like that. Uh, you cannot enroll until uh, the next uh, open enrollment period. And then there's a period, I think, in between if you do have those qualifying events. Right, qualifying events. Yes, That's what I was looking for. Former, as a former HR person <laughs> like yourself, <laughs> that, you know all the terminology. That you do have a period within, I think it's 30 days, too. Okay. So it's not well, like you say, hey, I had a baby six months ago yeah. or a child or adopt because right. adoptions count. Um, but, um, yes, so. There you go. So just a couple of headlines today. Uh, Republicans failed three times, three, count them, three times Tuesday to elect a Speaker of the House of Representatives. Uh, That's in Washington, by the way, not uh, in Concord. Uh, But they'll convene the House again at noon today to try once, twice, (laughs) three times more. Uh, Tuesday's failure, by the way marked the first time 
the House failed on the first vote for Speaker since 1923. Wow. Which was the only instance since the Civil War. How about that? That, wow. (laughs) What's going on? Yeah. That's crazy. But it was more than uh, just a historical oddity. It, It forced a hasty adjournment aimed at giving GOP leader Kevin McCarthy's camp and members of the House Freedom Caucus a chance to see if they can find some way forward. By late Tuesday night, more than a dozen pizzas were wheeled into McCarthy's office, (laughs) a sign of ongoing strategizing on how to deliver at least, here's the magic number, 218 votes to McCarthy. And he fell... Uh, maybe, uh, what, six or seven short uh, yesterday? Wow. Uh, hey. The, the uh, would-be speaker, oh, he topped out at 203, so he's 15 oh, short. okay. Wow. Compared to 15. the 19 and 20 votes collected by the preferred alternative of GF, uh, GOP hardliners, uh, Rep- uh, Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio. Didn't get, you know, McCarthy got 203 votes, so he needs 15 more. He needs 15 more. He ain't going to get them from the Democratic side, that's for sure. No. 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 Can anyone be Anyone. Do you know what? Well, for, yes. Yeah, the answer right. is yes. That's what I heard. Any, that... Now, you don't have to be a member of the House. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it's ever happened. I don't think it's ever happened. But technically, because there isn't specific language forbidding this. Right. But there could be someone from the outside world nominated and and put into play to be the Speaker of the House of Representatives. That's crazy. And But they still would have to vote on that Correct. person. Correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. All there right. would still have to be a vote. Yes. Yeah. You and could just nominate and, and someone. And it would still be 218 votes. Like I nominate somebody, Kenneth Kale. Yep, yeah, right. Like yeah. That. Somebody could put could have put me in play That's yesterday, right but in. they didn't. They, they did not do that. Oh, okay. I, I was hoping, you know, maybe Chris Pappas would throw my name in there or something, right. but he didn't. No. He didn't. Uh, no. <laughs> but you know somebody We're that's actually actually been discussed. Uh, really? I, I some speculation was that somebody would put Donald Trump into play wow. as Speaker of the You're House. Kidding. Really? I mean, you know, it's not going to happen. No. But that that was some talk that was going around that they might put Trump into play. But they he would still need the votes, right? He would still need two hundred and eighteen yeah. votes. But I don't think it's I think it would wow, be totally this is a weird totally process. unprecedented. Oh it totally this, unprecedented. Hey, you used to say it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't, well, no. this doesn't well, make well, sense. The house has really never made sense. I mean, since probably since day one. And Ken, when you started this feature, you you said how many pizzas were delivered? <laughs> What did you say? Yeah. yeah. Like they said how uh, many were? Uh, by late Tuesday night, yes. more than a dozen pizzas were wheeled into McCarthy's office. Kevin Was McCarthy's, it just for him? A sign of uh, ongoing strategizing. <laughs> you know there's a lot of strategic talk going on when they wheel in pizzas. Exactly. When a they lot wheel of bra- in the pizzas, that's when you know the brain is really churning. A lot of brain power there right. with the pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my God! The House that was crazy. GOP caucus set to meet early this morning in hopes of finding some kind of agreement. Yes, All right. we need that. We need it. All right. And by the way, the Celtics uh, lost last night at Oklahoma City, uh, despite the fact that their big star Shea Gilgus Alexander uh, yeah. was out. He was ill. 
Celtics lost 150-150. Right. To 117. 33-point wow. win for the Oklahoma City Thunder. First time the Celtics have given up that many points since they allowed 160 to the Detroit Pistons on March 9th, 1979. So it's oh been gosh. almost 44 years since the Celtics have given up that many points. Now, and they had almost all their starters, right? I know the Time Lord wasn't there because he was... The time Lord was no. getting some uh, some time, time off. off. Time off. Time off for the Time Lord. <laughs> Hey, and they said, ah, oh, listen, you know, they have big stars out, Shea Gilgis, Alexander. So, yes, I know. Uh, we can rest, uh, we can rest uh, the time, Lord no, Rob Williams. But everyone else was there. So, Correct. wow, Correct. they really had a beaten. And then uh, um, Marcus Smart. He got ejected. He got ejected two technicals. For the two I, I just think he was done with the game. He, yeah. he saw his alma mater, Oklahoma City, play, uh, Oklahoma State, I should say, yeah. play uh, the night before. He was tired. He and. Uh, yeah, the coach, uh, Joe Mazzula, uh, they went to uh, see the game, which is about an hour away from Oklahoma City, yeah. between the alma mater of Joe Mazzula and the alma mater of Marcus Smart. Joe Mazzula went to uh, West Virginia. Marcus Smart went to Oklahoma State. Oh. And their, their, uh, their alma maters were playing about an hour away from Oklahoma City. So and they went to see him, probably. Huh? Yeah. Stillwater, Oklahoma, I think. Stillwater. Mm, Stillwater. Stillwater's run deep. Wow. Well, anyways, they did. They had a shellacking last night. Uh, yes, they did. 150 to 117. And now they go to South Beach. They're in Miami right now, even as we speak. Mm. So. You know, if you were betting in the, the over and under on that game... <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think oh. I think the over uh, would have been the winner yeah. last night. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah. That was and crazy. Uh, if you put like you know even ten bucks on uh, Oklahoma City, you would have done done pretty well, right? Because the Celtics were ha- favored heavily to win uh, this one. Uh, but uh, I want to also congratulate Donovan Mitchell, okay. who's an alma mater of Brewster Academy in Wolfboro. Beautiful campus, probably one of the nicest campuses in the country for a prep school, right on Lake Winnipesaukee, beautiful spot. Brewster Academy, a lot of uh, NBA players have gone to Brewster Academy, but Donovan Mitchell of the Cleveland Cavaliers from Brewster Academy, coached by Jason Smith, 71 points Monday night for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Most points by any NBA player since Kobe Bryant at 81 versus Toronto on January 22nd, 2006. So the most points by anybody in the NBA in almost uh, 16 years, or about Fantastic. 17 years now. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, 71 points. Although, little caveat here, 13 were in overtime. Oh, yeah. well. But the Cavs won 145 to 134 in OT. Nice. So they're over the uh, Chicago Bulls. All right, now, Kitty oh. Ray, our resident flick chick. I do. I get to talk movies. You get to talk movies. I or get. You just yes. <laughs> no. I'm no. Well, I actually, you know, we, the time really goes by so fast, and the Golden Globes, the tenth. 
the tenth. We're talking that's a, few a week days. from yesterday. Yes, yes, we are. The Golden Globes are going to January be on. Tenth. Yeah, they're going. We'll be on NBC, and we really haven't really had a chance to even talk about any of the nominations, and we I won't really take too much time. But um, the uh, be, the nominations for the best motion picture, the drama, and musical or comedy. So for the drama, Avatar: The Way of Water, which I've seen, we've seen. Yes, yeah. Elvis, which we've seen. Yep. The Fablemans. I've seen three of them now. The Fablemans, yep. which we just saw, and I wanted to talk about Tar. I don't. And Top Gun Maverick. That's for drama. Four out of five. Musical or comedy, Babylon, Banshees of Insurin, fantastic. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and Triangle of Sadness. I've seen most of those. Most of those. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to hear. We have a break coming up, as you can hear. Cat uh, is playing our. I know uh, she is. I like that song. Our, our favorite song, song right here. Yes, it is. And uh, we have to mosey on out of here for just a couple of minutes. Yeah, come back. We come will back. come back. We'll talk a little movies. And uh, Kitty Ray has seen most of the Golden Globe nominees for Best Picture in all the categories. So we'll take a break. And uh, Kale and Company Live will continue right here. On WKXL and all of its platforms, including nhtalkradio.com, we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Kitty Ray, resident flick chick, is here. She has seen some movies of late, and she would like to pass on her thoughts to you right here on the radio right now. About movies? About oh. movies, yes. About <laughs> I love movies. talking about the groovy sports. movies. Yes. Um, I had mentioned about uh, the drama, the avatar uh, for the, now we're talking about the Golden Globes. Uh, avatar, The Way of the Water, and Elvis, The Fablemans, and Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. We recently saw The Fablemans. That is and true. Ken, we did. We uh, did. Yeah. And that is actually a uh, semi autograph what is that, autobiographical, Yes. Uh, about uh, Steven Spielberg's childhood and his really love for movies and how, how it came about. How it all and started. It became an obsession, how actually. How it all began, yeah. yeah, how yeah. It, it's kind of like you with WKEN. That's right. And um, When I had the radio station in my bedroom. Yes, like how old did you say you were, like seven something? Yeah. WKEN. I had a turntable and yeah. I had one of those label makers. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And I had I put on all my 45 records, WKEN. Yeah. That was my radio station. You yeah. and Steven Spielberg. His was well, his, his movies. Yeah, and look, yeah. at, look at him and yeah. look at me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. you both Celebrities in your own right. <laughs> At least that's what you say. But uh, so the Fablemans, though, uh, it just, I do believe in this category that I just mentioned will be the winner. The Fablemans? Yeah, I yeah. do. I really do. And the movies again were? Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water. Fantastic movie, but uh, I just think the story, this is a drama. Elvis, Fablemans, Tar, which I have not seen. Kate uh, Blanchett's in it. I do. I'm gonna try to catch it, but Top Gun Maverick. So yeah, I, I don't think it'll be Top Gun. Even though I, I enjoyed the movie, I, I did, and uh, I, I think in terms of enjoyment, for me, yes, I, I would say that number one would be The Fablemans. I'm just talking about the movies that then in the order in which I enjoy them mm-hmm. would be The Fablemans, uh, Top Gun Maverick, Elvis. And Avatar. 
Yes. Because I'm, I'm just not really an I, – I have – I don't know what's what's wrong with me. I'm well, just not an avatar kind of guy. We only have an hour, so right. I, I, I think if What we are your to, rates? How much do you no, charge no, I, per I'm hour? Ta- yes, exactly, to tell, <laughs> to tell you what was wrong with you. However, <laughs> the Fablemans, go and see it if you have not seen it. And I'm giving it four and a half boxes of popcorn. And I know the listeners, I haven't been able to rate my movies in a while because of uh, doing other things. But um, everyone in this who put the performers and the uh just was fantastic we talked about michelle michelle phillip i mean williams is the mom and paul dano the father judd hirsch was even in judd hirsch i think he's 87 years old i loved his role he had a great role as the uncle Uh, but seth rogan is in there as a fam as their family friend benny Mm. and it took me 15 minutes before i realized it was seth rogan yeah it it was kind of hard to tell it was him yeah but Gabriel LaBelle, who plays Sammy, who is the character that, that is uh, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. at the age, I mean, at, it, he was fantastic. I loved him. I really, really loved him. And uh, it is, um, I don't know, there's so many, for this movie, for me, there were so many plots in it. And maybe that was, you know, you had the, obviously, what we talked about, Steven loving movie making and... And maybe it was slightly long, but there's a lot of loves. There's those plots of love, and you, and then there's bullying, and then there's family dynamics. There's a lot yep. of little yep. interesting. Oh, it's great! I would things in recommend this. it. Right. And uh, but each character, I think, made such an impact. And I, that's that usually doesn't happen in a movie. There's one that really stands out. Yeah. And I really believe in this movie. They yeah. each make a tremendous impact. Um, I just thought it had outstanding performances. And all the elements of uh, yeah. an outstanding major motion picture. Yes, yes. it did. It did. It and did. Yeah, it was, and, it was really and, a good movie. And is likely to win a Golden Globe Award. Yes, I believe yep. so. And I, let's just really quick go to the, um, whoops, to the other one. And I am trying to, Babylon, which I have not seen. It's out. I want to see it. You know, it seems like the movies are getting longer these oh, days. I mean, at one time, you could almost count on virtually every movie being, you know, like an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 45 minutes, but not no, no more. The last, not no more, no, folks. No, the last few that we've seen and I've seen are over two hours, two oh, and a half. Well, at least. Two yeah, and a half. At least. I mean, uh, Avatar, what was that, like about six hours? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's really true. And uh, Babylon, I've not seen, but I, I will get out there. The That's ban- over three. Yes. That's over three hours. The Banshees of Insurin, I tell you, that is one that uh, I think it might be a contender. It's going to be a contender. Yeah. Um, Colin Farrell, and it is just, uh, it's funny and sad and uh Ty Burr liked that one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he the did. The movie critic that yeah. was on a couple he, of weeks he, he ago. He really did. Yeah. And um, everything, everywhere, all at once, I have not seen. And I know Ty, uh, when we spoke with him, he really loved that one. Yeah. I haven't seen it. And I want to before um, the 10th. So get watching, Kitty. Uh, the next one was Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. I did see that one, and um, I'm not sure if it's going to be a winner. It is uh, like the sequel for The Knives Out. 
Uh, oh yeah, I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty good. And yeah. Ryan Johnson is the uh, director producer of of them. And uh, but the Glass Onion Knives Out Mystery. It's supposed to be a sequel. Yeah, it's really not. Other than um, Daniel Craig is. Um, Benoit Blanc. Benoit and, Blanc. And he is the uh, detective. Daniel at, Craig, former yes. 007. Yeah, yeah, and he's like a master detective. He's really awesome in this, and they have a huge cast, um, Janelle Monet and Catherine Hahn and Kate Hudson, um, ah. Leslie Odom Jr. Ah. Uh, it's really, and it's a nice twist, and Edward Norton, though, is in this. and From I, Hamilton, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. you talking about Leslie Odom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Original. And um, but this movie, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm not sure if I would see it more than once. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe just to uh, see Edward Norton. But uh, <laughs> I don't see this one as being an Academy. I mean, as a Golden Globe winner. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, then the Triangle of Sadness. That I want. I haven't seen. I don't even know anything about that. I'll have to check oh, that out. Okay. But uh, are there any movies that you'd like to sit through, you know, multiple times? Of recent ones. Uh, yeah. I would definitely, and I'm going to see that Banshee of Insurance again. Yeah. And um, definitely will be seeing that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that yeah. I would go, I'd sit through again. Fablemans, I would. Fablemans, I, yes. Well, Fablemans is one recently that I would sit through again. And yes. I think for that is just like because there's some. It's because of the length of it. You tend to like, or you're laughing. Yeah. And you're like, what did they say? I lost. You know, I I may be a little hard of hearing, but I I just wish. You know, uh, you know, they would play the movies as loud as they do the coming attractions and the, you know, the ads for their, you know, their monthly passes. If they would do that, you know, that would be great. I would, uh, that would be a terrific help to me and other people who may be a little hearing deficient. What? Or closed caption it, one or the other. I don't know. That's true. Because I miss some of the dialogue. I do miss some of the dialogue because of it, the fact that it's so low. I know. Uh, it, it is. And, uh, you know, you could have, go to movies that have subtitles. Yeah, right. You yeah, know, why go, to, not? go to those. Uh, yeah, I, there's nothing not? wrong with that. Yeah. I love those, I, too. In fact, I think you'd be more into it. I, I, I mean, so the, 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 I tell you, I saw Les Miserables a couple of times. Uh, I saw it on stage, and I saw the movie. The only time I, you know, I really got everything that was going on in Les Miserables was when I went to a sing-along version of it at the Red River Theater, and it was closed captioned. You went to a sing-along of Les Miserables? I did. Wow. I, did. I went to Greece and Queen. You go yeah. to Les Miserables, and I go to Queen? Well, yeah, oh. well, this was a long time ago. So oh. it, it was... <laughs> In a previous life. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but, you know, the only thing about the subtitles is I like to, uh, I, I like to, like, I, I would be wanting just to read, and I would miss, yeah. uh, you know, the scenery, or I would yeah. miss other things. So that would, that's my si- my downside of that. But um, All right. One more movie, yes. because we are running yes. out of time, unfortunately. Whitney but, Houston. Uh, Whitney Houston. I want to uh, dance with somebody. Yeah. No, I do. I want to dance. No. <laughs> right now. Yes, yes. Well, pretty soon Cat will be playing that music I know. so you can dance. So the yeah. I, I, we actually I went to see it last night and what a great um movie about Whitney and the life and the music of her and uh gosh, uh, you know, they call her the goat. But the greatest not of all time, right? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. has won so many um 
so many awards she did, and they called, and also she was nicknamed the Voice. The voice. The voice. Yes. And I found myself singing along. I, I don't think the people around me liked it, but it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. she was fantastic. I mean, the Naomi Arkey, who plays Whitney, was she didn't sing, by the way. That uh, was Naomi. all Whitney? It was all lip syncing. Oh, yeah. It was all it's Whitney. Lip syncing. Like Whitney lip synced the national anthem. Yeah. In the no. Super Bowl. Which they did show that in the movie. Yeah, not they that. did show it, but they mm-hmm. showed her like as doing it live, and she did not. No, of course. She did not. But that's okay. It was great. It was great. Go and, see the movie. And it's if, really I, if they asked me to sing it, I would record it first as well. Uh, <laughs> and then they'd never play it. Uh, January 27, 1991, Tampa Stadium. That was the Scott Norwood uh, wide left game. Uh, the Giants beat Buffalo 20-19. to Scott Norwood missed a field goal for Buffalo at the end of the game, and the Giants held on to win, and they carried Bill Parcells off the field who was the Giants coach at the time. And Bill Belichick was the defensive coordinator. Wow. Yep. So there you go. Kitty Ray, thank you for oh, yes. filling the shoes of Thanks. Dan Weed. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Your, your hands are cleaner than Dan's usually are as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for this edition of uh, Kale and Company. Join us tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk some local sports right here. Kale and Company, powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Thanks for listening.